Welcome to The Destined Life, a podcast about achieving the life that God has planned for you, which is The Destined Life. We discuss topics like God, church, relationships, health, finance, and so much more. I'm your host, Destiny Harris. trying to do the whole camera stand thing but I think we just gonna have to do it like this because all my stuff is falling apart I'm like okay I understand <laughs> yes how are you I'm doing good how are you doing I'm good I'm good I'm getting there I had to wake up from my nap after church it was a long day today but we got <laughs> through <laughs> yeah yes this is weird let me do it this way yeah so today I wanted to do kind of like a um a check-in because I like the first quarter of the year is over mm-hmm. and I want to see how you're doing and just because I know a lot of people they have these like new year goals new year's resolutions and by this time you know like what happened so before we get started I kind of want to wait for people to come in um I'm gonna go ahead and share to certain people let people know yes so I want to know, uh, what were your um, your New Year resolutions, if you remember them? <laughs> um, I didn't particularly make a resolution, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do always set goals for myself. And so this year, uh, a lot of the goals that I had were oriented around or surrounding my business. But then there were some personal ones that I made as well. So making the goal of being committed to taking care of myself in the many facets that they that might look like. So paying attention to what I'm eating and it's not, it's not about restricting myself to only eating certain foods or to kind of punch on a card of, I, you know, I worked out five days a week, but it's, am I taking the necessary steps to live a better life, a healthier life holistically? Um, And so for me, that did look like, you know, going to the gym. That does look like me going to therapy. That does look like me taking time to participate and practice self-care. That does look like for me to um, be open and honest about what it is that's going on in my mind or about what I'm feeling. So that's me being intentional about taking inventory and being honest about what does it look like for me to take care of myself. Um, In terms of my business, we've had some really big... um, ideas that we have we've been working on this juneteenth event um Mm -hmm. and we've been really just trying to show up authentically in all the spaces that we um are in and so just making sure that we're being true to ourselves um and being mindful of the mission at hand which is to restore hope to the black family you know our vision is also to change the narrative of the black family um providing tools and resources to the world and so just making sure that we on a foundational level um are being mindful of that in every encounter that we have and any interaction that we have and any partnerships that we have that we're making sure that we stay authentic and true and that we're not chasing numbers i know a lot of people 
especially nowadays, are really big on social media presence and yeah. followers. And everyone who follows isn't necessarily your target audience. Um, everybody who comments or likes or shares isn't necessarily the the people who are down with the cause, so to speak. And so just being true to who we are, uh, sticking to our mission, sticking to our vision, and making sure that we're not so fixated and focused on numbers that we forget about the reason why we decided to show up and do what we do. Um, so those are the two biggest things that, um, as far as the new year goes, that um, I decided to make goals for myself in 2022. Yes, I I love that you were talking about, um, you know, about changing Black families, the cha uh, changing the narrative about Black families and stuff. And you have such a big, powerful uh, message, a powerful calling, a powerful um, walk that you're doing. Thank you. So I wonder, like, because when you have such a powerful thing, something that's really supposed to help people, how do you, um, how do you uh, validate you taking a break? Because it's just like, sometimes I know for me, if I take a break, I'm like, I wonder if I lost somebody. I wonder if, you know, because it's not really about, for me, it's not about, oh, I want a follower or something. I'm like, what if somebody, they needed that message or they needed to hear this and needed to hear that. So how do you, like, help yourself when there are times when you need to take a break or you just kind of need to step back? So taking a break and stepping back looks different depending on what you do and who your audience is. So... Mm -hmm. There was a couple months ago, like Facebook and Instagram, like crashed or went down or whatever it was. And so individuals who didn't necessarily have like an email list had no way of staying in touch with the people who followed them. They just had followers on Instagram and they had no real way of connecting with them outside of the platform. So if we mm -hmm. decided, if I decided, you know what, I'm taking a break from Instagram and I'm just going to, you know, focus on a couple of things. I'm not going to just be having my hands in every pot. I can still connect with the people who want to who truly want to connect with me and I can still participate in being active in the community that I'm building without having my hands in every pot because it, it it's it's not hard at all to cultivate a newsletter and send it out once or twice a month um, because the people who are really showing up for what it is that you offer and who find that valuable they're going to be looking out for that one or two newsletters. If you are blogging, if you're doing, you know, YouTube, if you're doing reels, if you're showing up in all these different platforms, it's not an issue to kind of scale back a little bit because the people mm -hmm. who are who are down for the cause, the people who are the, the day ones, um, they're going to be looking for you in all these different avenues. And so if you decide, hey, you know, what, I'm taking a break from social media, they're going to be looking for that, you know, newsletter. If you're deciding, you know what, hey. I'm just going to step back from podcasting for a while where they're going to be looking for the stories that you put out on Instagram. So even if you decide to take a step back from a couple of different platforms, usually there's still one or two things that are easy enough to do where it's not sucking, you know, all of your energy, you're requiring a whole lot of extra effort, but it still offers value and people are going to be looking for that. So they're going to find ways to connect with you, even if it's not, um, you know, being, even if it's not you showing up readily available on every single platform. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think that's a uh, that's an amazing hack that you can do because a lot of people they're like, well, I guess it's nothing. I'm like, well, there are some things that I um I shared last night. Um, we have a new episode dropping this this uh today tonight for uh the Best of Life podcast, and I had somebody on and we were talking about content. Uh, we're uh me and her we were talking about how sometimes we get tired, we get tired of the school, and it's just like 
you want to take a break like you know you need to but it's just like but I still you know want to make sure I get that content out and I talked about how working your head kind of helps out and I said there are times that I took breaks and people didn't know I took a break but I because I like uh, recorded in bulk or I like had uh, graphics already ready I was just all I had to do is just post it but they didn't even know that I was like basically chill it over here or like just focus on something else uh focus mm -hmm. on school more you know so I said working ahead is actually an amazing hack for those times and I also last night uh we had this um this segment where we call it give it up where we give up something and I said that I was going to give up the mentality of taking a break only when you're burnt out Mm -hmm. And that I feel that it should be something that's consistent, not just yeah. when you're, um, you know, tired or you feel like you're about to die. Because some people <laughs> wait until like their the doctors have to tell them like, no, you have to go like go home and like rest or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what do you think of that about taking breaks even when you're not really tired or feel like you need one? So I think that is a very wise thing to do. Um, mm -hmm. Because when you wait until you're burnt out, it's it's hard for you to recover so i guess think of like an athlete if an athlete pushes themselves to the point um like to the brink and they tear or they pull a muscle or something that they do the recovery is going to be difficult but if they take the necessary steps or measures to make sure that their body is or, or that even their mind is in a state of preparation um and they take those days of rest and they're resting properly Sometimes people think rest is just doing nothing. And for some people in some seasons, for some reasons, that is true. Um, but using an athlete as an example, there are people who, you know, they might work out. They, they say they work out, you know, five, six days a week, but sometimes their workouts aren't lifting weights. Sometimes they take days to do stretching and yoga and just making sure they're well hydrated. And for them, even if it's technically, you know, I'm not lifting or, you know, I'm not running, but you're still doing something intentional, which is good for yourself. It's good for your body. It's good for your mind. And I think the same thing goes for when, you, you know, you're putting in work and you're trying to build or you're trying to, you know, create a brand or an organization or do a podcast. It's not an issue of taking a break um, because when you push yourself too hard and you don't listen to your mind or your body or your emotions, you're going to burn out. And recovering from that is much more difficult than saying, you know what, I'm going to take one or two weeks worth of a break and then I'm going to get back at it because that's what I need right now. Yes, I totally agree. I just, I feel like it would probably, you taking a break before you get that burnout, that helps you not to have to have the burnout. I'm exactly. Like, I'm supposed to be burnt out. Like, that's exactly. not something that's supposed to happen. And I feel like some people, um, I don't want to say it's, well, I guess it's with everyone. I feel like it's just like, if you take a break, then you're, it's kind of like a sign of weakness or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, it's not like you need that. You need those um you need to be able to have that time. And what is taking a break exactly to you? Because some people think they're taking a break and they're really not. Like my father, he's he's not good with taking a day off. It's just like, why are you still working? He's like, well, let me, let me go out here and go cut the grass. Let me go <laughs> clean out the garage. And be like, can you please go sit down? Mm -hmm. So what is a break to you? So the first thing I want to say is for a lot of people, they associate busyness with productivity and that's not the same thing. And so they assume that when they're doing nothing, they are no longer being productive. But um, 
just finding something to do doesn't necessarily make you productive. So when you're taking a break and you don't feel busy, now you don't feel productive. When the reality is sometimes taking a break is you being productive on a mental level and as you being productive on an emotional level. And so taking a break, the whole idea that it's a sign of weakness, people have um, made busyness or productivity synonymous with value or worth. And those two are not synonymous at all. Um, people are worthy of you know existing or love or appreciation just for the simple fact that they are alive. There is not a certain amount of work that needs to be done for somebody to be deemed valuable or worthy. And I think society has just um, created an atmosphere and an environment where people just feel like they have to constantly be doing something. Otherwise, you know, suddenly I'm not an asset or suddenly I'm not this or I'm not that. Um, and those things just aren't true. Those are obviously lies that are, are sown from the enemy. And um, I think we just need to be mindful and aware that taking a break um, I mean, even God, he created and then he rested. So uh, why would right. we as humans feel like we need to be, you know, constantly busy and moving and doing um, and not need a break like that? We, I'm, I'm not higher than the Lord. I'm not I'm not greater than Jesus. And so, I mean, he even took time to rest and go away and be with the father. He was all about his father's business. But that doesn't mean he was always constantly be, being busy he was being productive in his time when he went away but he wasn't necessarily being busy and so i think just remembering that um sometimes even in rest that is productivity and resting means listening to your body listening to your mind listening to your emotions and truly stop trying to just be busy because there's people who will go on vacation and they're still checking their phone and responding to their emails that's not taking a break. That's you relocating and, and working from one city and city and now you're working in another city and you, you just had your feet in the sand and there's palm trees above you. So um, yep. <laughs> I think when people finally understand the value in unplugging and find the value in recharging and allowing themselves to be rejuvenated, it will be easier for people to give themselves the grace to take a break. Yes. And when you said unplug, I thought about us because a lot of times our social media is the way that I reach out. Like that's kind of like my platform. So sometimes it's like, I need to unplug, but that's also kind of my work. So they were like, and sometimes it can be hard to kind of balance. And you're just like, I need to unplug, but I also need to get these things out. So it can be hard. And I know sometimes when I'm trying to unplug, I'll like post the graphic and then I'm like, oh, what are they doing? And then I just see myself scrolling and be for hours and stuff. Uh, I kind of want to change the um, the direction of this conversation a little bit. You talked about listening to yourself. And I'll, uh, the, the, the theme of this season of the Death for Life podcast is about why not now and about starting and going on the journey. So when God calls you and you have to listen to God and he's telling you to do something with you, uh, with you starting this, um, this thing that you, that's been going on for a while and you um, trying to uh, put out such great and powerful messages how did you get started like because some people they struggle they know that they have a calling they may have a plan a whole thing but it's just getting started but I feel like it's the hardest part so how do you uh, do that how were you able to uh, go ahead and get started um the best way I can describe it is that I did because I didn't do it alone so even mm -hmm. in my business I'm, I'm not a solopreneur and so having a team is so vital, even 
if you're the one who's the face, if you're the one who is leading the charge, um, if you are the one kind of creating majority of what you have, having a team is invaluable. Um, and so for me, um, I have an amazing team behind me. My husband is super supportive. Um, I have a lot of other people who help. We have um, a brand strategist. We have an events coordinator. We have someone who does marketing. We have somebody who does photography. And so to know that all of these people truly believe in me and what I am capable of and what I am able to do, sometimes you have to really listen to the people around you who can see you for who you you are and who you can become when you can't see it yourself. Um, and so because I know me and being human, sometimes I focus too much on my flaws or my faults or, you know, I wonder like, well, why would somebody right. want me to do X, Y, or Z? And while everybody around me is like, what do you mean? Why would they not want you to do it? And so um, truly having to lean on the the knowledge and wisdom of those around me and not necessarily allowing my own thoughts to be um, the defining moment or the, the last voice of reason um, and truly believing in and trusting uh, the people around me who have helped <laughs> me get to where I'm at and uh, help me see myself or who I am and who I can become and to, to understand and trust in the potential that is to be unlocked. And so for me, that has been the most invaluable piece of the entire process. It's not even necessarily um, a matter of me listening to the Lord um, because he's always, you know, been speaking and telling me, you know, to do this and to do that. It's more or less me fighting to, uh, to get over me, um, and to just go. Cause you know, the Bible talks about how the steps of a righteous man are ordered. And so the steps might be ordered, but you might not be able to actually see them. You just have to walk. Um, and that's, which is why we walk by faith, not by sight. I don't need to see the whole staircase. I just need to walk. And so really reminding myself that on a consistent, regular basis has been the catalyst, I would say, of being able to start how we started and then um, end up being where we're at right now, which will eventually be something amazing more than it is right now in the future. Yes, and I think it's important that when we uh, start things that we're not so focused on what we haven't done and what we, you know, because I know for me, I was like, I don't have that many followers. Like, why am I, you know, even tonight with me going live, going live, I've never gone live before. And I was like, well, I don't know, like, I mean, but I've never done this and I'm worried about it. And God's like, I don't really care about that. <laughs> you know, I just need you to go ahead and do what I ask you to do. You know, and going ahead and you have to do, you have to push yourself sometimes and just be like, I'm going to just do it. I'm going to just, you know, and it's weird and it's uncomfortable. And I don't want to like, make people think that when I first started that everything was just amazing there were some weird things it exposed a lot it exposed those people who were really for me it exposed a lot of stuff and I, I wonder if that was uh, the case for you did, did it expose a lot of things within you that you didn't even know about yourself or about the people around you um it definitely allowed me to see me in terms of how my mind was. Um, I got to um, uncover how I truly felt about myself. I got to uncover um, what I truly believed in terms of what God said that I was. Um, and it is nasty and uncomfortable when you start to 
uncover and look yourself in the mirror and hear the subconscious beliefs that you have that are not godly at all. And so, um, you know, you think like you're confident and then you you have to do something you've never done before. And suddenly yeah. you start to question what you thought you knew or what you're actually capable of. And that is not the uh, conversation of a confident person and what they have with themselves. And so just having to go through the process of uprooting and unplugging all of these mindsets that are not conducive to where God is trying to take me, that was a very uncomfortable and continues to be an uncomfortable process. But I have to remind myself in order to, to go and grow and do, you know, there are growing pains that come with it. And so as uncomfortable as they are, they are necessary for growth. And so I try to, um, as much as, you know, you don't, because nobody likes to experience pain. And so as much as I don't necessarily like the process, I understand the value of the process. And so I feel like as I continue to grow um, and get older, I fight it less uh, because I know that it's to my benefit and it's only, it's, it's good for me. It's, it's only for my good. Like, you know, all the plans that God has for us are, are, are good for us and they are to prosper us and not harm us to give us a good future. And so even yeah. though sometimes the plan comes with growing pains, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, I don't like this, but I'm gonna do it. Yes, I think that's uh, something that I had to tell myself, uh, even in times of like hurt or just things that are being exposed. I'm like, the fact that you're able to see that there's something wrong within yourself or with what's around you, that is growth. Because I know that there's a time I was very blind to the fact that there's like sometimes I'm wrong you know because we always want to blame everybody else but they did this and they did that you know it's so easy to see other people but it's important for you to see yourself and I think that's gross so those times where it may feel uncomfortable say I'm growing you know and instead of me saying you know I'm wrong I just say I'm growing and that helps me to understand that God is doing something he's like I'm like okay God you doing what I asked you know I said I wanted to grow more sometimes we think growth is like you know, this beautiful thing, but sometimes it's very uncomfortable, it's weird, and it's just like, uh, you know, but it's something for the better. I want to know, what do you do for those times where you feel like um, giving up? So um, I had an episode not too long ago where I talked about how there was a time where uh, not too long ago that I was like, I wonder if I'm supposed to still do this podcast. Like, so I was just like, I just don't know, I'm not getting that many people to watch it, you know, I just don't know what else to say, you know, or whatever. And I'm just like, maybe I should quit. And then I had to realize that we don't serve a God that is schizophrenic or that is just like, okay, well, you know, this is what I want you to do. And then the next day, oh, no, I don't want you to do that anymore. And he's like, no, I need you to keep going. So how do you keep yourself going, even in times when you just absolutely don't feel like doing it? But God's like, I want you to keep going. Um, so you're asking me, what do I do when I don't feel like doing something or yes. you know, and I don't feel like keep to keep going, but he's telling me I need to? Yes. Um, <laughs> I think for me, um, and you know, the Lord is working on me. I think about how in the Bible, um, the Lord would give people instructions, but they would like be complaining while they're doing what he told them to do. Yeah. Uh, it makes me think of like the children of Israel, like how they were just wandering in the wilderness. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he was like, look, I told you, I got you. Okay. I just, I'm going right. to get you to the promised land. And the whole time they're in the wilderness, they're on the path that he told them to walk. And they are moaning and groaning and complaining. And it took them an 
a ridiculous amount of time and half the well not half all of the people who started the journey pretty much died off and a new generation was born and then they were the ones who were able to enter into the promised land so it makes me think of that because i'm like man god i know that i don't know the future I can't see the future. I don't even know how it's going to turn out. Now, I hear you and I understand what it is that you're telling me to do. I don't like it. So what I do is I have to be honest about it. Um, I remember this was really early in my walk. I, I used to say something along the lines of, um, like, I don't want to be mad or angry or frustrated or whatever it was with God. And somebody was like, why not? Like, he already knows. It, like, me not wanting to articulate how irritated I was by whatever was going on, um, as if he doesn't already know. Um, and so, it's 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 the wrestle between the obedience is better than sacrifice. And so, like, I yeah. have to just remind myself that it's okay for me to go before the throne of grace and say, hey, Lord, um, I don't really like what's happening right now. I heard what you said and I'm going to do it. But I'm not enjoying the process. Not at all. And that opens up the dialogue. That allows me to be vulnerable and transparent and honest about, you know, you're telling me to do this, but these are my true feelings about it. Help me deal with this. Help me work through this. Help me manage this. Help me feel at peace. Like, I, I want the exchange of whatever it is that I'm feeling that's making it difficult for me to do what you're telling me to do. Give me all the good stuff. Give me the peace. Give me the clarity. Give me the certainty. Give me the, the peace of mind that surpasses all understanding. Give me, I want all the good stuff. And that's when you really got to pull on the fruits of the spirit at that point. Um, yeah. we're, 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 a soul, we're a spirit with a soul that's wrapped in flesh. So it's not uncommon or even strange um that we have these moments of uh doubt i mean thomas doubting thomas you know he you, you walk with the lord and you still have trouble believing so i think just being human that um creates opportunities for us to come before god and say man i i'm on the struggle bus pretty sure it ran me over um can we have a conversation about this thing you're asking me to do because i'm struggling yes and even jesus he was like you know, I gotta go on this cross. He was like, you want, you, you want me to do this today? Like, Are you <laughs> sure? Me? Because if you don't want this, the cup, we can let it pass. We pass this on to somebody else. Because right. if you don't want That's to. All I think about, I'm like, Jesus went through the same thing. I think some people, they really, like, when, I, when you really study Jesus more and more, you realize how much, like, he was really a human example. Like, he really showed, like, he was a human, you know? And he was like, I don't, you know, he got tempted, you know, all the stuff that we go through, like, he's, you know, he went through it, and we always think it's, like, weird for us to just be, like, we don't feel like, dude, I'm like, he, he didn't feel like getting up on that cross, he's like, and for y'all, and then to know, and then to see how we act today, and all these people who don't believe in him, who are acknowledging him now, and stuff, and he knew all of these things, and he knew that those same people that were praising him last week, they're crucifying him now, or whatever, and he's like, you know what, God, just forgive him, you know, or whatever, and he still was graceful through that, and I'm just like, you have to look at uh, the the example of Jesus, and understand that it's about the assignment. The other uh, day, I did the seven we did the seven last words from uh, Calvary. Mm -hmm. And so I spoke on, um, what was it? It, uh, it is finished. So that was my topic. And so I spoke about that. And I said, many people, they go off of um, what keeps them going is the validation from others. Mm 
they get the validation from everybody else who is, um, you know, trying to bring them up, who is saying, oh, yeah, you know, you can do this. You sound good, you know, for those singers out there. Or, you know, oh, well, I love your podcast. Oh, well, I love what you and your husband are doing. That's just so good. And, da, 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 da. and then one day it's like, well, I don't like you no more. And they're not supporting you. And they try to bring you down. And then you realize you want to stop because your confidence and everything was placed in that rather than the assignment that God sent, uh, that God wanted you to do. And I said, many people have left the church because of the people. They're like, oh, I don't want to go there anymore because, you know, the people are hypocrites. And I realized that their, their trust and all of that was placed in the people and not the assignment of the church. So many people, they have been broken. They have stopped doing what God has asked them to do. They've become disobedient. They think that they're they're being better by, you know, going off by themselves and, you know, whatever. And they're forsaking, uh, you know, the assembly or whatever. But they're just, they're, their stuff is placed in other people rather than God. So I want to hear what you have to say about that. Those people who their confidence is placed in the validation of others. I think anytime you place your confidence in the validation of others, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed every single time, yep. period. That's in anything. That's in relationships. That's in friendships. That's anytime you place your confidence in the hands of anybody else, you're going to be disappointed and hurt every single time, period. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's every time. I think I posted something about that. I said, don't, don't wait for nobody else to do it. And I think, honestly, that beginning time for those that are building businesses or building a platform or whatever, during that time where it's not that much noise, where it's not that many people, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm waiting on somebody. And God's like, right now, I need you to be able to be founded in the assignment of what I need you to do, founded in the purpose. You know, right now, some people, they just aren't ready for the million followers yet. They're not ready for it. They have to, God's like, I need you to be true to me and not true to the followers and what other people want you to do. And that's what causes people to go a different way. So um, I, I think that's important. That's what I wanted to make sure that people uh, did. Is there a message that you want to give for those people who are, um, what is it, that are trying to start new things, a message that maybe that you have learned and you want to give them that can help them out? If you're trying to start something new, uh, and I know people say this all the time, so it might sound cliche, but you really just have to be patient. Um, and I have three kids. And so I know with these three children, and they are amazing, um, but I have one in particular who does not want to stick with things for very long. <laughs> they like immediate results. And so if something takes too long to master or figure out, they want to just move on and go to the next thing. And it's like, you're not going to be good overnight. Like the first few podcasts people do sucks. First yeah. photographers take, they look like trash. The first, um, you know, prototype people make is probably a little bit raggedy, but it has to look like, and this is going to sound bad, it has to look like trash before you get to the place where it's going to look amazing. That's with anything, people who are designers, people who bake, whatever it is, the baby stages, the infancy stages, that's the whole point. Everything has to have an infancy stage, unless you're just like really gifted in the area. Um, which is great, but then you have to develop discipline. So you have to go through these stages of something looking real trash in order for you to continuously practice and hone in on it and, and develop your craft so you can get better and better and better. Otherwise, one, you won't really appreciate it as much, but two, you don't learn along the way. So people are truly gifted when they just do stuff because it comes easy. It's like, what lesson are you learning in the midst of just being, because you like somebody can be a great gymnast, somebody can be a great singer. Um, but if you never take time to really develop discipline in your craft or in your, 
your business or whatever it is that you do, you're missing all of these lessons and opportunities to learn or connect because you don't want to be bad. So it's like, well, I don't want anybody to make fun of me because I can't hit this high note yet. So I'm just not going to sing anymore. Or you know what? I don't want anybody to make fun of the way my cake tastes because I can't figure out how to get you know, the right flavors, I'm just not going to bake anymore. Where if you decide to stop, you are literally, you will literally never become amazing and great. And anytime you stop growing is when something dies, period. Anything that's not growing is dying. And so you have to continuously just accept the fact that it's going to get better. And in the beginning, it's going to look like or sound like or taste like trash. It just is. Every single person who has yeah. ever done anything amazing had to start off somewhere. Michael Jordan was not, he didn't come out the womb being able to slam dunk. He had to learn how to dunk. And it was a process to get to that. There's a process and everything, and it includes starting a business. It's a process, and you just got to see it through. Yes. I mean, uh, for me as a singer, uh, like in church, my dad, like, if it wasn't going right, he'll come on stage and stop me in front of the whole audience. He'd be like, that's not right. That's not the right key or, you know, whatever. And I'll be like, uh, and I would go off the stage like crying because I'd be so embarrassed or whatever. But I've learned to be like, it, it humbled me for sure. And I was like, but he helped me. He was like, nope, that's not the key. And you're going to see this. So I'm like, but I don't know. And I, you know, I don't know. He was like, nope, you coming up here. You're going to be over the praise team. And I'm like, I'm really young. Like, I don't know how to do that. And everyone here, they're older than me, you know? And he was like, nope, you're going to be over it. And they had to, he had to like push me out of my comfort zone. I was just like, but I don't want to do that. But I want to just be in the back or whatever. And then I didn't even know that it was going to unlock something in me that I didn't even know ha I had in myself. You know, uh, I mean, I've seen the new things within me. I didn't even know, you know, was inside and stuff. And so sometimes being out of your comfort zone, it can actually unlock different things uh, that you didn't even know about yourself. My dad, he always says, you know, there's a you inside of you that you haven't even met yet that God knows about. And so I think that's amazing. Is there anything else that you want to leave for uh, for everyone who's on the live today or for those that may be watching it later? I'm going to save this as well. Mm -hmm. um, I always like to tell people just to give yourself some grace. Don't like nobody is superhuman. No one is superhuman. And you can't allow yourself to have expectations of perfection because you will be disappointed every single time. Give okay. yourself some grace. If you tried to do something and it didn't work out, that's okay. You live to fight another day. So don't be so... And then this is with anything. This is with marriage, with child rearing, at work anything mistakes help you become great because it gives you an opportunity to learn something new whether it's about what you did wrong or how you responded you are going to learn something every time a mistake occurs so learn to embrace the mistakes yes and know that god knows that you're human i think people feel like god expects you to be perfect he's like oh i don't think and i know sometimes i can be like oh well, i don't think god is pleasing he's like i don't I know you better than you, and I know, like, you know, and so he's like, I know you're a human, and you don't know everything, and that can be very uncomfortable when things go out, like, there's certain podcast episodes that I wanted to take down, or graphics, or pictures, and I'm just like, eh, but I was like, let me just put it out there, and then weirdly, those things that you don't think are good, those are the ones that, like, people get blessed by, which is weird to me, like, the other night when I had to speak, I didn't think I was going to do well, I was like, I don't really know what to say, or whatever and then it was just at a certain point where I kind of stopped I stopped looking at my nose and then God began to speak a step time 
because um, the elder in the church, he said, I felt like you moved out of the way and God spoke for you. And then just new things were able to come out and it really blessed somebody. So sometimes just you going after it and saying, you know, I'm going to just do what God has said, even if you don't truly believe in yourself, mm-hmm. even if you don't truly believe that you can do it, it just might save somebody. It just might bless somebody in a way that you may not even know of. Um, so I think that's amazing. Thank you so much for being on. I just wanted sure. to do a check-in to see how you were doing. I'm so happy to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. I know it's been a minute. I know, yes, and I'm, I love it. I've been, uh, she's been posting and stuff, and I've been seeing her post and great things to, and a great um, advice that you've been sharing. Some advice I'm not, you know, there in that season yet because I ain't married with kids or anything. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, let's go. But you know, I have it in the back of my mind for when that time comes, which will be a long time from now. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, thank you so much for being on and joining You're me. Welcome. I hope to do this again soon. Um, so, yes, is there anything else you want to say before we go? Um, I just want to encourage everybody out there to dream big. Um, Usually we try to do things within our own means. We make goals. We make, you know, these vision boards and everything sounds great. But make it so ridiculous that you have to invite God in it. Um, I love watching God add his super to the natural. um, Because if I'm able to lift 100 pounds and I say, you you know what, I want to be able to do too. Because I know I can't do that right now. But if I invite him into my situation, into my life, and I, I say, hey, I need your help because I can't do this. He's going to come through, period. That's just what he does. I love that you said make your goal so big that you have to invite God in. Mm-hmm. It's like this word. is a ridiculous goal. Now, Jesus, how are we about to make this happen? Because we co-laborers, all right? We co-laboring. You're going to help me with this, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, you have to bring God into it. You realize things go different when he's there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, might as well. I love that. That was a good one. Uh, I thank you so much for joining. Um, y'all, please go out. We have a new episode dropping tonight. Um, it's called I Don't Know. Literally, that's what it's about. It's about taking a break. A little bit of what we talked about tonight. And I'm talking with a young entrepreneur who is um, – 20 right yeah we the same age uh she's 20 years old um and she's a young black girl that she has her own um uh, i believe she was just on here but she has her own uh business and she sells uh hair products and stuff and we're talking about what that's like being an entrepreneur at such a young age and all of that stuff so it's great so y'all make sure y'all go and check that out i'm gonna go ahead and save this live as well and post it for other people who may not have been able to join tonight thank you so much before we go can you uh pray us out Sure. Oh, I yeah. can pray us out. <laughs> All right. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for each and every person who has had the opportunity to either, either listen to this um, live, live, or who will get the opportunities to listen to the recording. Um, I just thank you for being available um, to us that we can just pray and reach you immediately. And we don't have to go through someone else in order to um, have a conversation with you. Thank you for making yourself available. Thank you for being father. Thank you for being friend. Um, We appreciate you in this season, God, for everything that you're doing. Um, God, you know the desires of our hearts. So we just ask that you help us to um, be receptive and open to any different avenue or um, any different strategy in which you would allow those desires to reach us. Um, Help us to network and connect um, accordingly in order to get done the business that you have assigned for us to do. Uh, We thank you that you are continuously making our purpose, our vision, and our destiny uh, clearer to us each and every single day. 
I thank you for um, Destiny and the vision that you have given her, uh, the podcast, the topics that she posts, the conversations that she is having. Uh, we appreciate you for just allowing her to just be a vessel um, and that you are just uh, coming alongside of her and just helping her through these situations and helping her grow and learn and develop. Uh, we just ask that each and every single person that listens to this hears something that they need um, and they're able to walk away with tools or resources or strategies in order for their life to be made better. Um, so we thank you um, tonight. We just ask that everyone has a safe evening, that everyone is able to just come away from this conversation and having um, been made um, more aware of themselves and those around them and the relationships that they have. So we thank you. We love you. We honor you. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, for those, if there's anything else you want to drop, like a social media, on, well, they already have your social media, but if you have any websites or anything, uh, your newsletters that they could be a part of, is there anything else that you want to um, have people to join in on? Sure. So you guys can um, find me on my business page at The Miller Initiative. If you don't know how to spell it, no worries. You can just go to my page. The link's in my bio. Um, you can also visit me at my website at www.themillerinitiative.com. And if you like to listen to podcasts, my husband and I both have, uh, we co-host a podcast called Becoming One Podcast. That can also be found on our website as well. Um, and we have some stuff coming out for uh, Father's Day. There might be a couple of pieces of merch. So if you are okay. interested in that, stay tuned. And that's all I got for you. Yes, I'm going to make sure uh, people know about it. Um, that's amazing. Oh, okay, great. You put it out there. That's a great. I'm glad that you're on it. I'm glad. I'm so proud of you and all the Thank stuff you. that you're seeing. It makes me happy when I see other people posting stuff and that's uplifting the kingdom, that's uplifting families and uplifting, you know, a good culture of black families that are strong and that have two parent households that are trying to like put that out there. I appreciate it. I'm always for that. So I thank, thank you. you so much for listening to God because it's blessing somebody. So <laughs> thank y'all so much for joining. Make sure you all follow the de uh, the Destiny Life underscore. Make sure you uh, go and wa uh, listen to the podcast. I'm going to be posting it tonight uh, with Amari. And Amari is on here. Yes, I see you. Uh, she is on here. She's a guest on tonight uh, for tonight's episode. You all, please go check that out. You can uh, also subscribe to the Destiny Life YouTube page. And we also have a Facebook page as well. And uh, my name is Destiny Harris. And as always, I am reminding you to choose today to live your best life. And that's the Destiny Life. God bless and love you all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>